welcome to Style Your Mind, a podcast for women who want to design their thoughts, empower themselves, and build a beautiful life. I'm your host, Carol Alwaleba, best-selling author and master life coach. I am obsessed with women on the edge of change, and I've worked with hundreds of those women all around the world to help them unlock the best version of themselves and fulfill their potential. If you're ready to style your mind and transform your life, then you're in the right place. Let's do this. This episode is sponsored by Jillian Sarah Design. Are you looking to build your website or give your existing site a complete makeover? Now you can for only $45. Completely customizable website templates with full video walkthroughs to get you set up, customized, and launched. Check it out at JillianSarah.store. Hi, ladies, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you. As always, I want to kick off this episode with something that I saw on Facebook yesterday that really struck a chord with me and gave me so much inspiration for today's episode. One of my good friends, Carrie Madrid, posted something, and I'm going to read it to you, and then I'm going to tell you kind of what sort of path it led me down into thinking and why I feel like it's so important to chat about this on today's episode. Carrie wrote, I hear women say, I hate my arms. I can never wear strapless. I have to have sleeves. My arms are so fat. Knock it off. You better love yourself as is right now. In the last six years, I've lost my breasts, my hair, gained 40 pounds, lost the vision in one eye, went to death's door, and have had more anesthesia and radiation than anyone should. I used to hate my broad shoulders, wide back, and manly hands. My hands are my dad's. He worked his entire life, as have I. My silver hairs and wrinkles are making a grand entrance. And guess what? I've earned every one of them. Life is a gift. Get busy living and love yourself. Now, this totally moved me. And if you have read my latest book, Like She Owns the Place, you know exactly how I feel about this topic. And I wanted to talk about it because I think it's so important that we change our perspective on the way we view ourselves as women. And you guys know that I'm, I do these Dear Cara episodes from time to time. You can write in and ask me questions and I'll answer them. And I'm going to answer a couple after I chat about this for a few minutes. But one of the biggest questions that I get from women are, how do I love myself? How do I learn to love my body? Where do I begin when it comes to loving who I am? How do I get over all of these flaws or perceived flaws, right? Because I don't believe that we have flaws. I believe that we're human beings. I believe that everybody is imperfect and no one is perfect, no matter how they look on Instagram or what outfit they're wearing or how smooth their thighs are or how great their skin is. Nobody is perfect. But we're living in a really strange world right now. You guys know I talk about social media all the time. And I love social media because it lets me connect with all of you. I love social media because it allows me to spread a positive message. But it can also be really, really confusing because we're sitting there looking at other people's lives all day. You know, I think there's a stat that I shared a couple weeks ago. Like, People spend hours and hours each week on their phone. They spend hours per day looking at their apps. I mean, how many times do you look at Instagram on your phone, right? Close it, go back to whatever it is that you're doing, and then 
like not even realize that you're opening the app again. I do it all the time. I'll be sitting there watching a TV show and there's no more like single tasking, right? We don't just sit there and watch a TV show or we don't just sit there and listen to a podcast. We are doing 25,000 things at one time. So so many of us are looking at Instagram and so many of us are following people who we perceive as quote perfect or flawless or beautiful or stylish or aspirational. And it can get really overwhelming when all we're looking at are filtered photos of other people. And even though we think, even though we know that that person is filtering themselves or that person has Botox or that person has a boob job or whatever it is, right, that's that's changing and altering their appearance, psychologically, our mind still sees that as, quote, normal. Our mind is still going to stack ourselves against that person, even if we know that they're photoshopped or even if we know that they are they have cosmetic surgery. So Carrie's post really got me thinking about who we surround ourselves with, what kind of conversations we're having with women, what kind of people we're following online and in real life. And, you know, if you surround yourself with women who are constantly focusing on their imperfections, you're going to start to believe that you are imperfect too. If you are constantly around women who are talking about everything that they're doing to, quote, fix their face or their body, or if they're constantly obsessing over their weight, or if they're constantly obsessing over, you know, their hair, their skin, or whatever, you're going to start to think that something's wrong with you right? You're going to start to think, well, oh my God, maybe I should be worried about my skin or maybe I should be worried about my weight or my body. And look, please don't confuse this with me saying that, you know, I I don't believe we should take care of ourselves and want to feel our absolute best. I am the first one to tell you I get eyelash extensions. I color my hair. I work out. I do all of these things, but I do them you know, as an accessory, these things are like accessories to the way that I feel inside. I work on myself internally first and foremost. I don't depend on eyelashes or, you know, a workout to make me feel confident. I think that's where the confusion comes in. I think that we're putting so much emphasis on the outside and the exterior that we're forgetting that true confidence and true self-love starts inside of us. There's nothing wrong with wanting to look great But if you are completely obsessed with and focused on wanting to look great, and if you are constantly looking in the mirror and picking apart your flaws and your imperfections, your life is going to be nothing but a blur of, you know, feeling like you need to fix yourself and feeling depressed and feeling so unhappy. Whereas if you're around women who are having conversations about their goals and their dreams and where they want to travel to next or what kind of work they want to do in the world or what kind of legacy they want to leave, you're going to live a lot more, a much more fulfilling life. You're going to have much more interesting conversations. So when I saw Carrie's post, it just really got me thinking about the worlds that we can live in. And it can be really easy to, you know, hang around people who are having those negative conversations and those really toxic conversations all the time and whose focus is off and whose focus is skewed and whose focus is really, you know, unhealthy. And, you know, it's it's not easy to just say to your friends, well, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I, I don't like the conversations that we're having. You have to actively go out and seek positive conversations and seek positive women to hang out with and seek women who are, um, you know, focusing a little bit more on the inside than the outside. But believe me when I tell you, these women are out there. I mean, some of my closest friends I've just met within the past couple of years. You guys know I always talk about Gwen and Dara. They're my biz besties. They own a public relations firm. They have the Pretty Electric podcast. 
Whenever Gwen and Dara and I go out, yeah, sometimes we talk about fashion, we talk about our hair, we talk about that stuff, but the main focus of our conversation is not about the way we look. We are talking about our business goals for that quarter. We are talking about our clients. We are talking about where we just went on vacation. We are talking about you know, a new class that we're taking. We're talking about a new language that we're picking up. We're talking about a new project that we're working on, a new passion project. Like, it's just, it's so fulfilling and enlightening to hang out with women like that. And if the people that you're around right now are really focusing on things that don't make you feel good, it's okay to cut back your time with those people. It is okay to say no to a dinner date. I always say it's better to be alone than around someone who's gonna make you self-conscious. It's better to be alone than to be around somebody who is going to just feed into negative thought patterns. So curate your friend circle, curate your world, curate your social media feed. It's your life. Don't feel guilty for stepping back from people who are not making you feel good. Okay, now that my little rant is over, (laughs) I want to just take a quick moment and thank our sponsor, Jillian Sarah, so much for making this episode possible and sponsoring. Like I mentioned before, if you're looking to build your website or give your existing website a complete makeover, you can do it now for $45. Jillian's templates are gorgeous. You guys have to go look at them. JillianSarah.store. I'm going to link everything for you in the show notes. She has the most chic and fabulous templates possible, totally customizable. She has video walkthroughs to get you set up, customized and launched. I know a lot of our listeners have already taken advantage of her templates. They love them. I'm seeing like so much action going back and forth um, between her and our listeners of girls who are getting all set up. I know that coming up with a website especially when you're newer in business, can be so overwhelming and you feel like you have to spend like $5,000. And believe me, I've done it. I've spent a ton of money and I didn't have to. So if you want to build your own website, if you want to save some money for other things, $45, you guys, they start at. It's perfect for new entrepreneurs or if you just want to give your own site a facelift and do something brand new. And you can use code CARA, C-A-R-A, for 10% off. So check her out, JillianSarah.store. Like I said, I'm going to link everything in the show notes. Her stuff is beautiful. Let's get out there and support another amazing female entrepreneur. And thank you, Jillian, for sponsoring this episode. All right, let's get into some questions, some Dear Cara questions from my fabulous listeners. Okay, first question comes from Nikki Comstock. Nikki says, Dear Kara, this has been on my heart a lot lately. How do you protect your own energy slash high vibe when you're around people that are always negative and in a low vibe? Not being around that person is not an option for me, so I want to try to at least protect my energy so it doesn't bring me down. Nikki, this is such an awesome question, and I know so many of you can relate to this. This is such a common thing. We're all surrounded by different types of people all day long. We can't expect everyone to be at our level. We can't expect everybody to be self-aware enough to be in a high vibration all the time. And whether it's your coworkers or your best friend or your spouse or your mom or dad or whoever that is bringing you down and impacting your energy can be really tough, especially when we can't just say, oh, I'm not available for you, and they like live with you. <laughs> so I'm going to give you some tips, Nikki, and everyone who's listening on things that I have done personally in my own life. <clears throat> There's a couple different ways that you can go about this, I think, depending on how comfortable you feel and how assertive you feel around this person. So first and foremost, I am all about honesty. I am all about letting that person know 
if they are overstepping and if they are sort of uh, encroaching on my world a little bit too much. So for example, if you are having a conversation with your spouse, let's just say your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, right? And it seems like everything that they're doing lately is just really negative, really low vibe, complaining a lot. I mean, that's something that I just like really have no tolerance for, even though I've caught myself doing it too, but I check myself, right? But the thing with people who are sometimes not conscious of that is they don't even know that that's their personality. They don't even realize that all they're doing is complaining all day or that all they're doing is gossiping. So I have found that honesty is always the best policy. And you don't have to do it in a really scary, confrontational way. You can almost kind of make light of it and just say something like, oh, you know, maybe today we can try to have like an upbeat conversation and kind of like giggle, depending on how that person is, you know, going to receive it, right? Because sometimes those people just will like totally shut you down and get upset or pissed. But like you kind of know the person that you're working with. So I always try to make light of it first so it's not like this huge deal. And that works a lot. If that doesn't work for you, you could even sort of lump yourself into it, right? You could say like, let's say it's your best friend and you feel like all she does is complain. You could try saying something like, you know, I, I feel like all I do is complain lately. I feel like I've been in kind of a crappy mood. I think what I'm going to try to do is, you know, not complain for an entire day. Do you want to do this challenge with me? You know, do you think we could get through the whole day together without complaining? And almost like encourage them, right? Because even if we're in a high vibe, even if we feel like we are the most positive person in the world, I'm sure you're complaining. I'm sure that you are, you know, <laughs> like just griping about things from time to time. So put yourself in, in the same category as them. Let them feel like they're not alone, like you're not singling them out and encourage them to just be better. If that doesn't work, here is another thing that I have done and this is going to sound so crazy. I've talked about this before in my books and on my podcast, but it works. <laughs> so I picture myself in what I call my champagne bubble and that is like my happiness vortex. That is the place where I feel safe and secure and high vibe and everything in there is delicious and great and Chanel and champagne and all the things that I love that make me feel amazing. I picture myself in an actual bubble, right? In my own champagne bubble. And I have used this technique when I've been like at dinner and I've been with people who are just like total like negative Nancy's and you know the energy is so intense I like just picture myself inside of this champagne bubble and it works and you can pick anything that makes sense for you maybe it's like a beautiful car that you love or that you want at some point in your life or maybe it's just like I don't know like a big pink neon light surrounding you but picturing yourself inside of this space and imagining that nothing can penetrate that safe space. Nothing can penetrate that pink light, that champagne bubble, that Range Rover, whatever it is that you're in that's making you feel really good. And just imagine that negative energy bouncing off of it. So there's a couple different things you can do, but I think the fact that you're aware of the fact that this person is bringing you down is huge. So give yourself credit for that and just try to do things to take care of yourself. You know, something else that I do if I'm with someone who I feel like is really wearing on me when they leave or I walk away from them, I kind of like shake out my body, like I'm shaking off the energy. And that kind of like signals to my brain, like, okay, I'm letting this go. I'm wiping this off. Have you ever been for like a massage and at the end of the massage, they kind of like wipe you down and sort of like, just like shake off all of the, you know, the stress or the anxiety from you? I do the exact same thing. I shake it off. So like Taylor Swift says, shake it off and move on from it. <laughs> okay. Next question. 
This question is from Christine Lilly, and she says, Dear Kara, I'm currently in a lot of debt at a young age, stuck at a job that I'm finding myself dreading more and more every single day that leaves me feeling drained. My dream is to start my own business and become my own boss, but I feel like I'm financially dependent on a job that gives me little to no flexibility throughout the week as I'm working on a completely unstructured schedule as a retail manager. For example, one day I'm working 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., another 1 p.m. to 10 p.m., another day 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. What would your advice be to a person who feels tied down to a job due to financial issues but still wants to pursue their dreams of becoming an entrepreneur all while having energy and staying motivated? I'm having a hard time staying balanced and sane. LOL, cue emotional breakdown. Okay, Christine, first of all, I want you to completely reframe what you just told me. So number one, what I'm seeing from this story is that you're young, so you have a ton of opportunity ahead of you. You are telling me that you are in a lot of debt, and what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing is that you're young and you can get out of that debt because you are young. I'm seeing that you have a lot of freedom in your schedule because you do have kind of an unstructured schedule, so there's a lot of opportunity there for you to figure out what you want to do, what your passion is, and work on it in the morning or at night or whenever you have a couple of free minutes. You're telling me you're stuck at a job that you're dreading, and from what I have experienced in my own life is that we're never stuck. We always have a choice. We always have an option. So I want you to stop looking at this as like you are a prisoner of this retail job, and I want you to reframe this first and foremost and realize that you are choosing to go to this job for whatever your reasons are. Right, And for anyone listening right now, when you view what you're doing every day as a choice, whether it's choosing to stay in a relationship, choosing to stay in a body, choosing to stay in a job, whatever it is, choosing to stay in a city, in an apartment, you are choosing everything at every moment of the day. This is a free world. You can do whatever you want in most places. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you have a lot more freedom than you feel like you have. So realizing that you're choosing to go for whatever reason, right? Like you said, now you feel you're financially dependent. Instead of saying you're financially dependent, try saying I'm utilizing this job to pay down my debt. I'm choosing to show up to this place because it provides me with a paycheck that I can pay down my debt so that I can start my own business and become an entrepreneur. So do you see what I did there? Rather than looking at it as you being a prisoner, you being stuck, you are choosing to show up and you are utilizing this job as a tool to pay off your debt, to put yourself in a better position. Second part of this I want you to realize is that you are young, like you said, and you have a whole life ahead of you to start your business. So stop rushing. Stop feeling like you have to do this tomorrow. I want to tell you something, and I've said this before on the podcast. I worked at my full-time job at MTV. I was there for eight years. For six out of those eight years, I was building my side hustle. Six Out of the eight years that I was there, I was blogging, I was going to life coaching school, I was building my coaching practice, I was starting to write my books. It takes a really long time. And again, tying this back into social media, we can get really overwhelmed and look at other people's lives and start comparing and saying, oh my God, I'm 22, I should be on the cover of Forbes already, or I should have a million dollar business. Stop looking around and stop comparing yourself to other people and start small. Right now, you're at this job, you're working on paying off some debt, you do have a flexible schedule. 
instead of seeing this as a negative thing that your schedule is so unstructured, look at, at look at it as a positive and think about all the things you can do on those off hours. Can you take a class? Can you start getting involved with a mastermind? Can you use that time to read a personal development book? Can you use that time to side hustle and work on your business? So again, Flipping the script, realizing everything is a choice, everything is working in your favor, it always has been, it always will, as long as you view it that way, you're going to be just fine. Okay, I have time for one more question, and this comes from Ashley Silvera. Silvera. Sorry, Ashley, if I totally butchered your last name, I know what it's like, so I'm sorry. (laughs) Ashley says, Dear Kara, I would love to know your advice about how to handle being in a profession you don't feel passionate about but worked for many years to obtain a degree for it, and I don't know what else I'm passionate about. I don't want to waste the years I put into something to become into becoming a nurse, but after 10 years, I'm burnt out. I've yet to discover what else would make me happy while still being able to support my family. I dread work now, and that's not how I want to live. Ashley, life is short, so I want you to first and foremost drop the guilt around feeling bad for, quote, wasting a degree. Nothing is wasted, all right? Everything is an experience in this life. Every single thing that we go through is an experience. You have amazing experience as a nurse. You've been through school. You have been, you know, you have persevered through getting that degree. I mean, those are life skills. Those are things you're going to take with you no matter what direction you go in next. What I would encourage you to do at this point is what I call date your passions, okay? So that really means start to explore things that you're interested in without judgment. So maybe you are interested in a direct sales company. I don't know. I know a lot of people from nursing move over to direct sales, whether it's like Beachbody or hair care or makeup or something fun like that. I know a girl um, named Jill. So Jill, shout out if you're listening. Jill's amazing. She's a mom of, I think Jill has four kids now, three or four. Um, she is incredible. She's a registered nurse and she works for LipSense and she does direct sales. And Jill is like a crazy workhorse. She is always like doing these like Facebook lives and she's selling the makeup to all the, her friends and family and people that she works with. And she's got a team under her. So she's dating her passion. She's exploring it with no excuses, right? She works crazy hours. I know that you nurses work insane hours and I give you so much credit, by the way, Ashley, I have to say. Nurses are like the unsung heroes, I think, of the medical world. You guys are just unbelievably hardworking, amazing, nurturing people. So I have the utmost respect for you. But I would really, really think about what it is that is interesting to you. Don't look at anything as a waste. Think about what maybe, I don't know, maybe it's working out. Do you love to work out? Like maybe it's going to the gym, thinking about becoming a personal trainer, Um, Do you love to write? Maybe it's starting to write, doing a blog or something. Like we live in such an amazing world right now and it can be overwhelming because there's so many options at this point. Like we can like literally just, you know, make money pretty much doing anything we love to do, which is incredible. But I realize that can be overwhelming for people. So Ashley, again, like I just said to, um, to Christine, like flip the script on this and think to yourself, I can do anything that I want. Nothing's wasted. Time is on my side. I am not too old. You are never too old to start something new. You can do anything you want. If you're dreading work now, you're doing a disservice to yourself. You're doing a disservice to your patients, to your staff, to your employees, to your coworkers, whoever's around you. You don't want to be bringing that energy into the workplace, right? Nobody wants to do something they don't want to do. No one wants to be taken care of by someone that doesn't want to be there. So think about what's interesting to you with no pressure. 
no expectations. Have fun with it. Life is meant to be fun. I think we all forget that. I think we all forget that like we're supposed to enjoy every single day and we're supposed to explore things and play and have a good time. So take some of the pressure off. Start trying some new things and see where it leads you. Don't judge yourself. Don't set any expectations and just have a good time with it. All right, I hope that these topics were good for you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope you took something away from it. A couple quick things before I let you go. I just want to remind you that I am still enrolling women in the next Girl Code Mastermind. I'm starting November 5th. We are doing a six-week group coaching experience for female entrepreneurs at all levels of business. I love bringing women in from all different walks of life, all different levels, all different industries. It just creates such magic. We're in the middle of one of these experiences now, and I have a call actually tonight in a half hour with my girls, and I can't wait to talk to them. We're going to be doing six live video chats uh, through Zoom, so you can join from anywhere in the world. I will be directly coaching you on any goals you set for yourself in that timeline. So it could be business goals, life goals. We all kind of you know, jump around from all different things. Everybody's going through something different. I just ask that everybody who joins the experience is supportive and super positive and wants to help the other women out. These experiences are truly like a sisterhood and they're honestly one of my favorite things to do in my business. I love hosting these masterminds. So we're kicking off November 5th. Um, Out of the 10 spots, I've already filled five of them, and I'm probably going to fill the next five within like the next week or so. So if you want an application, you want more details, go to girlcodemastermind.com. Check it out. Everything is there. And if you want an application, just shoot me an email. Also wanted to let you know that I have a few more opportunities for sponsorships for the podcast for the rest of this quarter. Um, We are now at over 4.2 million unique listeners, which is just so mind-blowing to me. So if you are a women-owned brand or business, I want to specifically work with women-owned businesses to support them. And you want to come on and sponsor an episode or two or three or 10, (laughs) however many you want. Um, And you want to get a social media shout out with that and reach our audience, our amazing audience. Um, I'm very selective with the women that I bring on the show. I feel like the brand has to be completely aligned. I've turned people down in the past, you guys. If it doesn't make sense for me, I, I have definitely turned it down because it wouldn't make sense for my audience. So if you feel that you would be in a good vibe with the show, you've heard some of our past sponsors whether you have a lifestyle company, a coaching business, a graphic design, jewelry, clothes, whatever, interior design, I mean, lifestyle, fashion, all that stuff, business, um, send me an email, info at thechampagnediet.com, and I will send you our media kit with all of the beautiful details on how you can sponsor the show. Other than that, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you, as always, so, so much for tuning in. Thank you for all of your shares. I can't even keep up with Instagram half the time, and it just overwhelms me because I want to answer everyone, but I really try to look at all of your DMs and all of your stories and all that fun stuff when you share these episodes. It really, truly means the world to me. So thank you guys so much. I love you. Have a beautiful week, and I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Talk to you soon. Cheers. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really love this episode, I would love it if you guys could leave me a review on iTunes. For more beyond this podcast, including my blog and where you can find all of my books, visit me at thechampagnediet.com. And for daily inspiration, including uplifting quotes, mantras, and of course, pretty pictures, come hang with me on Instagram at thechampagnediet. Until next time.